Welcome to another episode of the Because Bikers Matter podcast. I'm your host, David Vegas Schumann. We have a very special guest today, Larry Fletch Fletcher. He is the founder of Motoblot, and he's going to tell us first. Uh, first of all, welcome, Larry. Hey, thank you. Thanks for having nice. me. Thank you. Nice to see you face to face, so to speak. Right. You know, hasn't been since the event. So, um, unfortunately, we try. Right. I know. I know you have. So, it's yeah, it's been a crazy busy year. So, first of all, how'd you come up with the idea for Motoblot? Well, Motoblot started, uh, it basically evolved from another event we were doing called Mods versus Rockers Chicago, uh, which we started in 2005. And Mods versus Rockers, you know, was a throwback to like, 60s british you know motorcycle and scooter culture uh if you're familiar with the movie quadrophenia by the who and the album from the 70s um it kind of outlined that you know it was like youth culture of the 60s in england and the the rockers you know rode them in the triumphs and nortons and bsas and uh you know slicked back their hair and leather jackets and then the, the mods were you know wearing you know army surplus parkas and riding vespas and lambrettas and um they kind of had a legendary uh throwdown uh in brighton in 1964 and like, during the bank holiday so it's kind of like legendary bike culture that we kind of modeled mods versus rockers after uh in 2005 and as that event grew on north lincoln avenue it was at delilah's on north lincoln avenue we kind of outgrew that location um and when we decided to move it uh you know we thought it was a good time to change the name because the the culture was changing uh the cafe racer resurgence of uh like uh of of that time it had turned to come more like choppers and bobbers and and scooter culture had kind of declined so we were seeing uh that mods versus rockers really wasn't a, an appropriate name so that's when we decided to evolve uh to motoblot and that's when we did the rename in 2014 when we moved over to uh cobra lounge and uh fulton street so a uh, motoblot is uh the word, the word blot is a uh, old Norse pagan ancient term for a gathering with sacrifice. So, <laughs> we, yeah, we came. So we thought blot, you know, was kind of a cool name for motoblot, um, having it just be a gathering of, of, of motorcycle culture in general. So we wanted to be more inclusive than just cafe racers and and uh, uh, and scooters. And so we called it motoblot, which is inclusive, you know, of everything, all anything with a motor. And it basically is kind of what we we welcome to the event. All right, you've got bikes, you've got cars, you got the whole gamut. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the hot rods. We we're already getting hot rods at, at Mods versus Rock just because the culture is kind of intertwined. You know, the whole rockabilly uh, hot rod and bike scene kind of fits together. So we we're already getting really cool hot rods. So we just wanted to let them know they were welcome even more at Motoblot. Tell us how much work it is to put together Motoblot. How long does it take you? Yeah, it's a year. I mean, it's a year round. I mean, project when we. When we finished the motoblock this year, you know, in late June, um, it seemed you're immediately talking about next year and uh, you go big, talk to your sponsors, uh, obviously, because sponsors make it go. And thank you, David and motorcycle safety lawyers for being such a big part of motoblock because sponsorship really makes it happen. Um, and and that that's a year round thing is is cultivating your relationships with your with your sponsors um, and then obviously the talent. You have to book your bands way out in advance to get them, you know, especially for summer. Uh, and uh, so it's just a, it's a, it's a, you're always working. I mean, every week I'm, I'm dedicating a bunch of time to planning for next year and getting, you know, like I said, sponsors, vendors, um, 
you know, talking to bike builders and, and, you know, bringing people together. Like I said, this year, it's going to be NASCAR and, and the uh, Chicago road race happening and trying, trying to connect the dots so we can make it the best event that it can possibly be. Because that's really what we're trying to do is just throw a great party for, for the, for the, you know, for the community. So it's, right. it's a year round project. How many <laughs> people that. help you do that? Um, we have a team uh, besides me and my wife who are kind of like the keys, but we have, you know, people that are, that focus on like, like Kevin Dunworth, who takes care of the motorcycle, um, Bahala builders challenge. That's kind of his, his deal. And then, uh, Brady handles the gasoline alley motorcycle show. So he's always talking to builders, uh, Brady and, and Kevin are talking to builders and, and bike collectors about bringing their motorcycles to the event. So those guys kind of handle those things. And then, um, you know, Ruby Spencer handles the pinup contest. Yeah, so we basically have a team and kind of, kind of every, uh, every attraction has its own, you know, manager and they, they kind of manage that part of it for me. So without, without a strong team, it wouldn't happen. And we've got a great team at Motoblot. Yes, you do. How does that work with the city to be able to close down the streets and be able to do that? It's kind of like with any street festival. I mean, you have to go through the, the permit process, you know, obviously you have to get the, uh, the aldermen to agree um, and uh, to sign off on it along with like the watch commander from the police. And uh, you want to work closely with the neighborhood and make sure that, um, you know, we, we hire volunteers from the neighborhood and, um, you know, we, we do some uh, neighborhood outreach, we clean up the neighborhood and, you know, things like that. To, so we're a benefit because we do create a little bit of a ruckus that weekend, but, you know, we want to make sure that just we're just a little there. bit, just a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> exactly. That's, so that's, that's why we're happy. Yeah, we're really happy to be there. Um, that's a great area that Fulton, North Fulton Market area is, you know, because it's an industrial area. So we're not we're not really putting out too many businesses. Um, you know, it's more of an industrial street where we do it. Uh, it's a great backdrop for the event. And it's super convenient for people in Chicago to get to. Sure. I mean, the closest thing I saw was last year was that banquet hall on the corner that uh, was having a wedding or something that that first night. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We there's there is a wedding space. A, a private uh, space and they reach out every year and they're like, Hey, if there's any of your, uh, your, uh, your people that want to get married, they could get married at Motoblot. They could have the reception here in our space. So we kind of put out a message to our, uh, our followers. Hey, if uh, you guys want to plan a wedding in the week in a Motoblot, you know, we can, we can set you up. Yeah, we, we've got the connections for space. Exactly. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so from there, you expanded, you're doing all these other events as well. Tell us about that. Well, yeah, um, as part of the Chicago Moto Culture, we basically, you know, for years have been doing bike nights uh, throughout the summer. Um, the first one we started was called Motorcycle Mondays, which is the first Monday of each month, uh, May through November. And uh, it's a bike night that each month we celebrate a different country of manufacture. Um, so like Germany, uh, Japan, British italian um uh each each um, marquee has its own or a country of origin has its own month uh like uh we always do bmws or, or german bikes in uh in may because it's generally colder in may uh the first monday may and the bmw or the uh, the german motorcycle culture they come out in force because they love they have the heated grips and the uh heated vests and the gear and they ride in all weather so they always support us no matter what the weather is so that's nice. you know, we start off with uh you know basically german night in may which is great and what are some of the other events that you have well we do uh so we do pints and pistons uh which is another event that we've been doing for a bunch of years uh we were at uh, montrose saloon this last year uh which is a great neighborhood bar on the near north side um and uh 
We also do Bikes and Burlesque. Uh, this year was at Debonair Social Club. Uh, and obviously that's the obvious title with, uh, we have, uh, free burlesque performances along with the motorcycle show out in front of Debonair Social Club. And then, uh, the, the fourth and final event was when we just started up last year or two years ago is called Hex Moto at Hex Coffee Shop. And that's a Sunday, uh, you know, morning meetup and ride. Uh, we just had our Halloween, uh, Hellrider a couple weeks ago and we had probably about 50, 60 bikes on, on the poker run. So that was great. Nice. So, yeah, we get a lot of people out. So we all do different kinds of things, but it adds up to about 28 bike nights during the summer, um, you know, from May to November. And it kind of uh, brings the culture together, you know, not just for Motoblock, but for, you know, four or five times a month to these different events, which is great. You know, we see a lot of familiar faces and, and people get to hang out and talk about their bikes and kick tires and plan rides. And so it kind of brings the community together. Sure. What's... um. So what's plans for Motoblot in 2023? When's it going to be? And what's up <laughs> your sleeves, even though we can't see them? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, 2023 is big year for us because it's going to be the 10th year for Motoblot. Um, so we're really excited. It's going to be June 23rd to the 25th. You know, same location, you know, Ashland and Fulton, Copa Lounge. Um, we're already booking bands. Uh, we're we're hot on top. We want to bring in some big acts this year to to uh because it's our 10th anniversary so we're gonna make uh we're gonna make some band announcements coming up here in the next week because we're gonna we're gonna go on sale for uh on black friday with our holiday pre-sale so make sure to watch you know our social media motoblot social media and motoblot.com for for the announcements of what bands are coming up from that's great information to get out yeah yeah it's coming i mean it's crazy but you know we're like a week away basically from thanksgiving 10 days away or whatever it's coming up fast yep so uh um and then black friday so uh, here we are we're you know we go from halloween to the uh to the holidays pretty fast and uh and we're off to the races on average how many bands do you have at motoblock we have 20 bands um on uh you know between uh, inside cobra lounge on friday night and then on, on the main stage on outdoors on saturday and sunday yeah that's yeah, pretty 20 awesome yeah 20 damn bands uh, between 80 and 100 vendors, um, you know, we have uh, we have the Gasoline Alley Motorcycle Show on Saturday, and we also have the Valhalla Custom Builders Motorcycle Show, which we give away $10,000 to the builder that wins that. Um, you know, we have the Pinup Contest, which is a big, is big popular attraction. Yes, it is. Yeah, so uh, we also do the Bikini Bike Wash on Sunday. Um, which it's always right by our tent. Yeah, exactly. And it benefits Pits for Patriots, which is a great cause that we sure. at Motobot has always supported, which um, provides uh, basically uh, rescue pit bulls um, as service dogs for returning veterans and, and uh, first responders. So it's uh, we're big fans of, you know, of yeah, uh, dog rescues and, and then obviously the veterans and the, and the first responders and doing anything we can to help them out. Fantastic. Um, see what else did I want to ask you right now? Anything new for next year you want to announce or, or let, give us a hint about? Well, it's pretty exciting, and I'm sure you've heard about it, but um, NASCAR is coming to Chicago next summer. Um, it's going to be on the streets of Chicago uh, in downtown in Millennium Park, basically, and it's the weekend after Motoblot. You know, the Motoblot's the 23rd to the 25th, and NASCAR, the NASCAR road race is, I believe, the 1st and 2nd of July. So, we're talking to, uh, you know, kind of having like a Chicago Speed Week with NASCAR and having Motoblot uh, kind of be that kickoff for Chicago Speed Week. 
So it's kind of like bookend by Motoblot and the NASCAR road race. Wow. So it's kind of a big, uh, it's a big Book thing. Book your hotel rooms now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I've already uh, reserved a block of rooms and it wasn't easy. I mean, it's already, you know. Yeah, NASCAR's already announced. They're, yeah, the prices are, yeah. are going up and people exactly. who follow NASCAR are all over it. Exactly. So yes, There's plenty of them. Yeah, exactly. So it's going to come to Motoblot first. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. that's what we're hoping. We want to get them in, get them into Chicago the week before, and uh, they can uh, enjoy uh, the Motoblot culture before uh, NASCAR week. But it's pretty exciting. It's uh, they've got a big, a big, you know, following NASCAR, and uh, having that come to Chicago, and they signed a three-year contract, so it's going to be uh, for three years for sure. Sounds familiar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so tell us about, I mean, obviously Motorcycle Safe Blurs is a sponsor of Motoblot, and we're always there with our tent and our staff, signing people up to win 20 grand towards the bike of their choice, but, and some of the other things that we do, but tell us about the other kind of vendors that are, that are, that are at Motoblot. Oh, we're, it's, it's great. We're really proud of, uh, you know, our vendor selection that we get. I mean, obviously we have our, our main sponsors, our Indian Motorcycle, Um and uh progressive so they're always there with big activations and, and you know indian brings bikes and they kind of work with us at our other bike of night events and they do demo rides leading up to motoblot and after motoblot at our bike nights um and you can even take a demo out for a ride at motoblot but it's just because it's so crowded it's pretty difficult to go on a a, a a demo ride in that neighborhood during motoblot just because it's so congested right um, but um but those are our big sponsors and they bring, they obviously bring their activations. And then we work, you know, real closely with a lot of local dealers. Um, you know, uh, the Windy City Motorcycle Group, which is the Harley Davidson dealer network. Uh, Motorworks Chicago is a big sponsor of ours and they're like the local downtown Chicago Triumph, uh, uh, Ducati, BMW dealer. Mm -hmm. Um, so they're there every year supporting the brand as well as you know, like Motorcycle Center in Villa Park and uh woodstock triumph and uh you know we get we get a lot of these guys wrigleyville harley davidson is the local um harley davidson dealer they're part of the windy city group so they're always there so you know we get tons of dealers and then we get you know all the uh you know lifestyle vendors you know artists <laughs> jewelry um uh motorcycle apparel brands right. uh, Tanish, which is a local ladies motorcycle apparel and men's actually have men's and women's that they come out every year and they bring some of the best brands. So basically anything for your motorcycle, you can, uh, you'll be able to find it at Motoblot, which is, which is cool. Yeah. And twice for Toss is always there. The Chicago right. motorcycle parade. Yeah. Yeah. That's they, the they, end of the season. Exactly. Yep. It's coming up in a couple of weeks, right? It's yep. going to be before you know it. Yeah, I'll be in town. Yeah. Yeah. They're there every year. And, uh, like I said, it's, it's a community event really for the motorcycle community in, in Chicago to bring everybody together. So, you know, we get all the different, uh, you know, clubs that love to come out and uh, they all hang out together and, you know, watch the music, drink some beers and have a good time and uh, sample some Seagrams. Exactly. <laughs> some Seagram seven. And play right? that uh, game that they have to win prizes. Right. Yep. Yeah. They're giving away stuff and, you know, slow and low and Voodoo Rangers, our beer sponsor every year. And, you know, they're part of new Belgium and, um, so all the liquor and beer companies come out and sample their, you know, their stuff. And, and there's some good food vendors as well. Besides yeah. the Lounge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now we're, we always have Reggie's every year, you know, Reggie's rock club and they always come and uh, do a great job with the food yep. and lounge. And, um, you know, this year, you know, we've had, we've had some really good food vendors. So it's just a good time. It's a good, good time to come out and enjoy the summer in Chicago. 
Absolutely. And if the weather's always been interesting, that is yeah. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it usually rains at least at some point. If it's Friday night, Saturday, this year we had it on Saturday morning and early afternoon, which was tough because we were just getting set up. But right. uh, the clouds did break and the sun came out. And, uh, all was yeah. right with the world by like 3 o'clock. But it was still nerve-wracking early. <laughs> That's for sure. Yep. And we got out just in time the year before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Sunday, two years ago, uh, it rained on Sunday afternoon. And we had thunderstorm warnings. Um, and the funny thing is that like, it rained for like 15 minutes and then it cleared up. And, it, you, know, it, you know, we got the last bands on at the end of the day after yeah. all. But that 15 minutes was brutal. It was pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah. you have to tie your stuff. It's Chicago. You know, you, you have to make sure you tie your tents down and have weights on your tent legs. And you hold on to your, hold on to your hats because yeah. it get, get a little wacky. And no literature on, loosely on the table. Right, exactly. <laughs> it will be gone. Right. Yes. It is the Windy City, even though that's not why it's called that. <laughs> right. So I have a I have a great story to tell you. And it's um first of all, it just happened. Wow. So it's really current news. Um so you know, obviously we've been a sponsor of Motorblot for several years, mm -hmm. and that continues. And I ended up hiring Larry Stotts this past year, and he's our director of, you know, promotion and safety and, you know, the events and things that we do. And so he came and his wife, Jean, came and she's she's both brand ambassador, but she's actually now our director of communications. She, she writes or helps write tons of things that we put out in our newsletters and other communications and things. So this year. Well, I was in the booth and 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 Gene, well, Gene and I were in the booth working and signing people up and talking about what we do. Um, Larry went to the stage for Miss Motoblot contest. Right. And we already knew um oh it's terrible, I forgot her name from that was 2017. She she was there, she was vintage 2017, I think it was. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. And um, so she came by and Larry got um Angelina to come by, Venus ah. Lacure. Yeah, it turned out that Venus won Miss Motobot 2022. Right. So I interviewed the two of them, and I did a podcast with 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 uh, Venus. And so in the process of talking, she's. Uh, I said to her, you know, so what do you do in your real life? And she goes, I'm a pediatric oncology nurse, and it's on the podcast. It's up on our site. Right. Okay. And I go, really? So. One of the things that we did this year, because we we're always doing charities for veterans and pets and especially children. And so we're sponsoring Curing Kids Cancer. They raise money for cancer research and cures for children. We started a, um, a project together with them called Art from the Heart. And what we decided to do is, and I have to give credit to Mario Krim, because Mario said to me, I want to get you involved with this introduced me to Donnie DeVito at Kirsch Helmets, and the three of us agreed to put this on with Curing Kids Cancer. And so I told in that podcast, I told Venus about, she goes, well, I use art to help the children express themselves. They paint their, their head braces and all kinds of stuff. And, and I go, you're kidding. She goes, I want to paint one. I'm like, okay. And like, how are we going to do that? You know, because they were using, you know, bike builders and other, you know, motorcycle related professionals to paint. I said, you know, we're going to get it done. 
And I talked to Donnie and Mario, and they agreed, okay, no problem. Let's do this. It's an interesting story. And Angelina actually went and painted a helmet. So this past weekend was the Meekum Auto Auction in Vegas, and it was at the convention center. So I shot podcasts from there with them and what we were doing. But what's more interesting is this was on purpose. The helmets that have been painted so far were on display at the Curing Kids Cancer booth. They're under glass covers. Right. You know, but they're going to be auctioned. And the plan is that they're going to be, there's going to be 25, and five will be auctioned off at each of the upcoming motorcycle auctions across the country that Meekum, you know, runs. Wow. Although yeah. Vegas is the biggest, right? And that's in January, late January, 23rd, I think, about. So they're there, and people are coming up going, oh, I'd love that. You know, I'd like to buy that one stuff. So interesting, I had a conversation with Grania Owen. Grania is the founder of Curing Kids Cancer. And I said, you know, if someone's going to give us 25 grand, or let's take it. She goes, or more. And I go, but let's take it and sell these. I'd, why wait, wait for the auction? If someone has the money and wants to do that and help us out, I think this is a great way to go. Well, what you have to understand is that Grania gets up every day in front of the auction audience and tells her story. And she lost her son to leukemia. And oh. it's because, and there was a drug available that they couldn't get for him because uh, it wasn't approved by the FDA for certain, for his age and, you know, costs. And it was a whole political thing. And he, he, unfortunately he passed and she decided to start this charity. And so she's up there on the second day. So she tells the story and that's how, and one of the things in her story is that um, through the research they've developed a way to modify T cells and re and from the child and put them back into the child. And they have, they're doing this with children that are in hospice. So they're, you know, at the end of the end of their life expectancy, right? When you're in hospice, it's basically over. Yeah. Um, with this new treatment, they've had a 97% success rate. Wow. That's so it, 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 it blows my mind. And I said yeah. to her, with yeah. that kind of thing, we need to say that and focus on it. And that's where I came up with the 25,000. Let someone buy a helmet for 25 grand. That's a child's life. Yeah. And so, because that's what it's costing at the hospitals to do it. If you go to try to get it from the pharmaceutical companies, it's $400,000. How they get this whole thing worked out and how that, but that's what it is. And it turned out that even Angelina's hospital, she's at Commerce Children's Hospital in Chicago. Right. Wow. And that's where she's this pediatric oncologist. These are her kiddos, as she calls them. Yeah. Okay. They become family. She, you know, she knows them and their parents because they're in there for treatment for a long time. And they sure. started using this and it's working. So here she is yesterday on stage. So the first day, there's a gentleman who painted a helmet. He was a cancer survivor. He painted a beautiful helmet. It's very complex. It's, um, I don't even know how to describe it. He, you know, let him describe it. But it's, it's, it's absolutely beautiful. And um, so yesterday was Angelina on stage with Grania after she told the story. And Angelina talked and said, um, you know, that she's a pediatric, a pediatric oncology nurse and these are her kiddos. And please, you know, from the bottom of your heart, dig deep and help us. And Grania made the decision to auction off her helmet. Yeah. So the story goes, the first, they opened up the bidding at 
10,000 and nothing, and they went down to seven and five and three and two, and all of a sudden somebody bid 7,000. And nobody went higher. So they sold that person the helmet for 7,000. Right. And that person immediately donated the helmet back. Oh, wow. So <laughs> awesome. It blows my mind. I mean, I got to tell you how this, this ends because there wasn't a dry eye in the house. Yeah. The, the next, they did it again and they sold it for 6,000 and that person donated it back. Wow. They did it a third time and they raised 5,000 and that person kept it. They're $18,000, right? Wow, that's amazing. And somebody walked up and privately donated the balance so that they earned 25,000. Wow, that's fantastic. It is. And they they save a child's life. They will. So, yeah. Everybody's blown away. Right. And the deal is if we didn't attend Motobot, and meet and Angelina, right? And already have a relationship with Mario, and coming together with Kirsch Helmets and coming together with curing kids' cancer, this wouldn't have happened. That's fantastic. but it did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And there's twenty four more helmets that are going to be sold. Wow, that's amazing. And yeah. Who knows what'll happen? But what a way! We're all in shock, in yeah, a way. I bet because yeah. what a way to raise money and what a what a cool thing to happen you know completely unexpected but people open their hearts it's for children and you know they're they're it's you know i don't have to even explain it i mean everyone else you know these these diseases are terrible and most families struggle and to see to see a treatment that actually works yeah, wow. it's you know, not an experiment. Something they've got what ninety-seven percent. It just blows my mind. So it's because of Motoblot that I'm saying that this was even possible. No, that's fantastic. That's a great story. Yeah, that's you know? fantastic. Yeah, and it's proud and and you know that we could you know I mean we're involved in charities every day, but you know you don't see that. Right. Exactly. You know, there's yeah. a lot of money in the first place. You know, and it was just all uh, you know on the fly. Yeah, just happened, you know, but cool. So I yeah, thank you for that opportunity because it happened. And, and as I say, a child's going to live and uh, it's a, just a great story. That's amazing. Yeah. No, that, I mean, that's one of the things we're proud of with Motobuzz is bringing people together. So things like that can happen. Exactly. And it's, you know, all these things just fall into the right place and here you are, it's happened. So exactly. I love that. Yeah. Um, anyway, anything else you want to tell us about the future or what's going on? Oh, we're super excited for now. Like I said, it's going to be our tenth anniversary, so we're we're excited for 2023. We're, you know, we're hopefully, you know, we've we've come out of the the, the pandemic haze of the last few years that you know everyone's really struggled to get through, and um, yeah, it's good that we're getting through that, and that you know, um, you know, even last year there there you know it was there was spikes of COVID, so it was just, it was just difficult, very difficult for you know, for festivals and, out, and events in general to, to survive, but we're, you know, we're, people are still gun shy. I mean, I see it here. Yeah. Oh, it, it, definitely. Yes. Even the Mika auction, it, I've seen them packed to the gills and then yep. it wasn't as busy as it could be. Right. I mean, the cars and stuff that are amazing, but exactly. Yeah, you know, exactly. I mean, and then when the bikes are there, it's amazing too. I mean, they got, you know, collectors who have a hundred, 200 bikes that they're selling their whole collection at, at the auction, that'll be a general. Yeah, it's amazing, and they got, 
you know, bikes from the early, you know, 1900s and from military, you know, pretty, there was one yesterday we saw they actually had it there on display. You know, it's pre, uh, it was, it was, it was a version of what they used in the military in World War One, I, I guess. Wow. Okay. Oh, and yeah. it's, it's just amazing to see, you know, yes. these things. So, yeah, no, that's anyway, exciting. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, I look forward to seeing you soon. Uh, thank you for being on. I need to thank everybody for listening to this edition. And uh, if you liked what we said, please hit the like button and subscribe and share it with your friends. So this is David Vegas Schumann signing out.